Welcome to Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Today, we will feature athletes who are or have been at the top of their respective sports. First up will be Danny Woodhead, who overcame many odds to become the all-time leading rusher in NCAA history. I just wanted to get a shot at playing college football, and I, I did get a shot. And I give all the thanks to God for that. Next, we'll hear from Hall of Famer Mike Singletary, one of the greatest linebackers in NFL history. The older I get, the more I realize that there is nothing, absolutely nothing that I want in my life that God did not appoint. And Kyle Rowe Jr., one of the greatest American soccer players of all time, discusses God's unchanging love. And I experienced an understanding of the unconditional love of God, the God who promises to never leave us nor forsake us. Ready to get today's program underway is author, speaker, and University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. My guest today is Danny Woodhead, Shadron State in Nebraska, the all-time leading rusher running the football, more yards than anybody in the history of college football. Danny Woodhead, first of all, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you. Well, thank you. But, Danny, your name's not a household name because you're a Division II player. In fact, I was on the coaching staff at Nebraska where we decided as a staff not to recruit you. You were an in-state kid from North Platte, Nebraska. You were clearly the most talented athlete in the state, but we were concerned about your height, and we decided, you know what, uh, we, we probably better not do it. Boy, did we make a mistake, <laughs> number one, and I'm sure a lot of other Division One teams did as well, but I know that God had a plan for you at Shadron State. Uh, do you agree with that? What do you think? You know, I, I do, definitely. You know, throughout the whole recruiting process, I talked to my parents, and, you know, I, I felt like that um, maybe I had deserved, a, you know, a Division One scholarship, but, mm-hmm. you know, as time, just time went over, uh, I never got one, and uh, honestly, um, you know, I think it was just, you know, God's way of showing me to go to Shattered State. And, mm. you know, it, it's worked out great. I've been able to hook up with a pastor and uh, of a church down here, and it's it's probably been for the best. Well, you know, Danny, uh, knowing your mom and dad, they were FCA huddle leaders there in, uh, in North Platte, Nebraska. You've come from a Christian home. And yet, with all of that, Danny, there seems to be a humble spirit. I mean, for people who don't know, you you were the recipient of the Harlan Hill Award last year, which is the Division II Heisman Trophy. And you uh, have a great shot uh, to win that again uh, as a senior, and, and a, probably a great shot for the National Football League. Uh, you have the ability to return kicks, punts. Uh, you, uh, you've led your team in receiving as well as uh, the all-time leader in rushing the football in college football. You're a marvelous athlete. You're a great track star in high school. You had great speed. You could do baseball, basketball, do it all. Tell me, how does Jesus Christ enter into the fabric of all of that athleticism? Uh, you know, uh, like I always said, it, it's him that has, has given me this gift, and whether it be football or uh, any of the other sports, it's been something that I've had to, you know, make sure I give all the glory to him because w- without him, n- none of this uh, could have ever happened. And I'm just, I'm just thankful that, you know, he chose me to, you know, be in this situation. I'm talking to Danny Woodhead, college football's all-time leading rusher from Division II Shadron State College. Did it sting, Danny, when they told you, no, yeah, we're just not going to be able to offer you a scholarship? 
I mean, can you go back and give us an emotional uh, picture of what was going on for you then? Uh, you know, it, it was one of the tougher things um, I've had to deal with just because I grew up being a diehard fan. I mean, I, I remember when we lost to Florida State and I think it was 93 or something mm-hmm. on a missed field goal. Right. You know, I, I remember almost crying after that game. So um, w- once I did get the chance as a senior, you know, to get a scholarship offer, you know, it, it was tough when uh, I, d- I didn't get offered. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think with with God helping me out, honestly, the the, the sting wasn't as bad as it, sh- as it could have been. Uh, he he made me um, happy with you know just going to Shattered State and uh, like I said he he brought me here for a reason and I'm I'm just I'm just a small part of his plan. Well, Danny, I'm going to ask you one last question here, and I want you to talk to that high school athlete out there who's considered a tweener, mm-hmm. doesn't know if the uh, for certain schools, maybe it's home state school that he's dreamed about, like yourself, is 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 going to offer a scholarship if they want him or not. He's just kind of feeling a little bit in the middle of nowhere. What do you got to say to that one who is too small or maybe too slow or just everybody says they can't do it? What do you what do you say to him? Uh, you know, just keep driving on. It, it's tough. I, I've definitely been through the you know the same situation, but you just got you got to keep going on and. Something else that's definitely huge is if you have Jesus Christ in your life, because if I would have had to go through that whole recruiting period without him, you know, I I probably would still be a mess. But, you know, he's really made things easy. And, you know, if you don't get the shot at your dream, there's always, you know, another reason why you go somewhere else. So take full advantage of that also. Hmm. Well, you certainly remind me of a young shepherd boy named David who was able to conquer Goliath against all the odds. And I believe that story just continually unfolds through human lives today, Danny, and you are such a life. Danny, it's been a pleasure really to have you on our show. Uh, what a magnificent career you've had as a four-year player at Chadron State, and congratulations on the incredible honors. But most importantly, I'm excited that you— Love the Lord Jesus Christ. I've talked to people in your community on how you get out and share your faith and that you remain humble in knowing where it all comes from. I, I thank you for that, and thanks for being on our show today. Well, thank you very much. That's been Danny Woodhead, the outstanding Harlan Hill recipient, which is Division II's Heisman Trophy, the leading rusher in the history of college football from Shadron State, the man who they said was too short and too small has gone on and did incredible things in the game of football. Danny Woodhead. You know what? We would love to hear from you. We want you to tell us what you think about our program. Would you give us a call Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031? That's a toll-free number at 866-STV-5031. Or visit us on the web at sharingthevictory.com. Straight ahead, we'll hear from one of God's mighty warriors, Hall of Fame linebacker Mike Singletary is in the house when sharing the victory continues. Sometimes he trusts us with a lot. Sometimes he puts a lot on us. But I also know that he will never give us more than we can bear. This is FCA's national weekly radio program, Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is more than just a radio program or magazine. Sharing the Victory is available 24 hours a day at sharingthevictory.com. At SharingTheVictory.com, you can click on radio and listen to the program online or subscribe to the podcast. 
There's also articles, testimonies from athletes and coaches, and a place for you to submit story ideas. You can also download Sharing the Victory wallpaper for your computer. Check us out online at sharingthevictory.com. That's sharingthevictory.com. There is a common place for student athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. for listening. Ron Brown here, back with you. It's time for FCA Across America with Mike Singletary. Many of you heard of Mike Singletary, had an outstanding college career at Baylor University, was a Hall of Fame linebacker with the Chicago Bears, and he now is an assistant coach with the San Francisco 49ers. Mike is a very passionate, outspoken Christian with a booming voice, and he spoke in 2006 at the NFL Combine FCA Luncheon in Indianapolis. I think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I think about his struggle. And even until the very end, and what he was saying, I could not understand his prayer for the longest time. Lord, this cup is too heavy for me. If you would, would you take this cup from me? And in his selfishness, in the flesh, he's really struggling with this. He's struggling with the finish of what God has called him to do. And then in the end, he surrenders, and he says, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. It has taken me a long time to come to the point where I pray what God would want, because in the flesh, there are so many things that I want. There's so many dreams that I have for my family, for my children, for my marriage, for my career, for my ministry. And it takes a lot of maturity, a lot of selflessness, and a lot of trust to say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. And the older I get, the more I realize that there is nothing, absolutely nothing that I want in my life that God did not appoint. If he is not before me, if he is not in it, I don't want it. I don't care how great it looks, but if he is for me and he has anointed it, I know that my job is to endure it. God says in James 1, 112, one of my favorite verses, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, for after he has stood the test, he will receive the crown. And we have all kinds of tests daily. Some are much bigger than others. And I also understand that it's where we are in God's trust for us and how we handle situations. Sometimes he trusts us with a lot. And sometimes he puts a lot on us. But I also know that he will never give us more than we can bear. And in the end, I know that all things work for the good of of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. You know, as coaches, we're always running here and there. Administrators. Scouts, parents, spouses, everyone represented here. We're all going somewhere fast. And I would just remind you of what God says. Come to me, all of you who are tired, 
heavy burden, come to me. Some of us right now have some heavy loads, but God's yoke is easy. Burden is light. And as coaches, the responsibility is so great. We're teachers. We're molders. We're role models. And we're dads. Because of that responsibility, greatest thing we can do is living. Greatest thing we can do is living. Revelation 3.16. Couldn't understand this for a long time. I would rather have you hot or cold, but not lukewarm. I will spew you out of my mouth. I'm thinking, no, wait a minute, Lord. If I'm warm, I mean, at least that's close. (laughs) And it really took me a while to understand what he was saying, because a long time I was warm. And when you're warm, you're in the way. When you're warm, you're a stumbling block. When you're warm, you have no courage whatsoever. When you're warm, you do what you don't want your coaches to do. You make excuses. You rationalize. You compromise when you're warm. When you're cold, you're just simply blind. But when you're hot, when you're hot, you're more than a conqueror. When you're hot, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you're hot, you know that your war is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers and principalities of darkness. When you're hot, you can rejoice when it's hot. In life, and know that you are the head and not the tail. When you're hot, you know that God is on the throne. And he will never, ever fail you. And he will never, ever forsake you. For the love of God never fails. That was Mike Singletary, the Hall of Fame linebacker of the Chicago Bears, at the 2006 NFL Combine FCA Luncheon in Indianapolis. Up next is one of America's pioneers in the game of soccer, one of the all-time great soccer players that this country has ever known. This is Kyle Rowe Jr., and you're listening to Sharing the Victory with Ron Brown. That's when Sharing the Victory continues. Here's FCA President Les Steckel. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes is pleased to provide these national Sharing the Victory radio broadcasts each week on this station. We hope you like hearing outstanding Christian athletes and coaches like Tony Dungy, Sean Alexander, Jake Peavy, and John Wooden share their personal relationships with Jesus Christ. Since 1954, FCA has had the vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ by the influence of athletes and coaches. These radio programs are the newest piece of that vision. Their continuance and growth of sharing the victory is dependent on donations from ministry friends such as you. If these programs are ministering to you, would you be kind enough to let us know and help us with your tax-deductible donations? You may contact us during weekdays at Sharing the Victory by calling 866-STV-5031. That's 1-866-STV-5031. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Sharing the Victory with your host, University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. Our guest today is Kyle Rote, Jr. 
And that name has got to be familiar for you, particularly for those of you who are football fans. You've heard that name many times. Kyle Rote, of course, great uh, NFL player from yesteryear with the, uh, the early New York Giants. But his son, Kyle Rote Jr., was a great athlete also, a great soccer player. Kyle now uh, involved in athletic representation among a number of professional athletes and a great steward of the kingdom of God. Kyle Rote Jr., welcome to the show. Ron, thanks so much. It's a joy to be with you and the wonderful ministry that the Fellowship of Christian Athletes has had for over 50 years, and I know you've uh, been a big part of that ministry as well, and just uh, thrilled to have the platform to encourage people uh, through this radio show. Well, thanks, Kyle. And Kyle, talk to us a little bit about your background. You know, for you, where did you begin to understand your value and what kinds of decisions did you have to make along the way to understand that no matter if it was football or soccer or this or that, there was an inherent value that was given to you from God? Well, we went to church every Sunday, but I have to admit to you that when I was 12, 13, 14, I went only out of obedience to my parents. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any personal passion, personal desire. I basically thought it was kind of the old life insurance policy. You know, you cross the threshold of the back of the church and you kind of check your name off, and God won't get you that week. Uh, so I, I didn't really understand that you could know Jesus Christ in a personal way. I always thought Jesus Christ was someone who had lived 2,000 years ago, and uh, and all the God claims were fine, but I didn't have any idea that, that there was the opportunity for a personal relationship with him. Uh, but I, after my mother and father's uh, divorce, uh, my mother and the four of us, we all moved back to Texas, and I saw the changed life, uh, the new creation that Scripture talks about Mm. occur in my mother as she was working several jobs to keep things afloat and to keep us going. And all of a sudden, I came home one day, and even though it was the same person, she was still my mom. Mm. She was a totally different person within a day. Mm. And I did not understand it at the time, but over the next several weeks, became to understand what she had gone through. She expressed to me her oldest son what God had been doing in her own life, and all the bitterness was gone and towards my father and um, the anger and frustration. And uh, God had uh, taken her out of the prison hmm. that she had been in through her emotions and just the circumstances that she had gone through. And that really caused me to reconsider all the things I'd been thinking about. And really through a ministry like uh, FCA or Young Life, in our high school, uh, I reconsidered the claims of Christ and made a commitment to Christ at a camp up in Colorado. But within two weeks, the real confirmation came, Ron, as I came back to Texas. And as you know, high school football in Texas is a pretty big deal. And, mm. But in my opening game as quarterback, brand new Christian, I threw seven passes and completed seven passes. Uh, but three of those were completed to the other team. <laughs> and I had a couple of fumbles against uh, trying to pitch the ball out to these big backs of ours. And we lost a game we were supposed to win by uh, several touchdowns, uh, seven to nothing. Mm. And, and afterwards in the locker room, coaches didn't want to talk to me, teammates didn't want to talk to me. And uh, yet this uh, gentleman came into the locker room, uh, having been a high-profile athlete himself, came up and he just hugged me as uh, like the arms of God mm-hmm. and said something like the following. He said, um, I know how disappointed you are, and I'm so sorry for the way in which the game turned out, but you need to know that God's love for you has not changed at all. And I experienced, Ron, an understanding of the unconditional love of God, the God who promises to never leave us nor forsake us, 
And that was one of those great disappointments in life where God met me at my point of need, and I understood that his love for me was an unchanging love, and that his going to the cross for me, so that I as an imperfect person, I as a sinful person, uh, could lay that burden on Jesus Christ, and when God ultimately asked me at my death, why should I allow you into my kingdom, uh, that I will have a ready answer, and I'll just simply point to the cross and point to Jesus Christ. And so, so from that point in, uh, in Texas, uh, I understood that what made me important had nothing to do with what I ever did in a football field or on a sporting uh, event, that what made me important was what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And no one could ever take that away from me. Well, Kyle, God loves to reveal himself through even bad football games. And I think God is faithful to do that in the sports world and in every world if he can get our attention, and and he is capable of doing that. And I'm so glad that he got Kyle Rote Jr.'s attention through that uh, tough football game. Kyle, thanks for being with us today. And it's been a pleasure to hear you articulate the gospel, and I appreciate your uh, just your heart and your soul for athletics in this country and, and in really wanting to see people come to know Christ through the vehicle of sports. And you've been a great guest. Thanks for being on today. Well, Ron, thanks for all that you're doing and uh, that all that FCA is doing across the country. And uh, I just pray that God gives both you and me the, the wisdom and the energy to continue to, to, to live for him. My guest today has been Kyle Rote, Jr., outstanding citizen for the Lord Jesus Christ throughout the athletic world, and uh, we appreciate him being on our show today. We're celebrating the birth of Jesus next Tuesday. That's right, Christmas. What a great time of year. Up next on Coach's Corner, FCA President Les Steckel shares his family's Christmas traditions. This is Sharing the Victory, the national weekly radio program from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So much work. Have to get it done before vacation. Stress. Traffic, lines at the airport, flight delayed, flight canceled, mad dash, and a line at the ticket counter. Lines on the runway, lines at lost luggage. No parking? Lines at the store. What do you mean it's sold out? Price gouging. Family. Extended family. In-laws. Merry Christmas. There has to be more than this. NotReligion.com. Next weekend on Sharing the Victory, Ron Brown talks with Florida Gators sensational quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner Tim Tebow. The Lord has a plan, and you just have to trust Him and follow Him. And we'll talk life after football with former NFL star Irving Fryer. Salvation is not for the people who have done everything right in their lives. Salvation is for those of us who need another chance. Join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. Christmas, and welcome back. Les Steckel has been traveling all over this nation, but we finally got him home now where he's gearing up for a wonderful Christmas celebration with his family. But before he does that, Les has some inspiring words on Coach's Corner. Ohio State and USC football, Duke and Kansas basketball, Arizona State baseball, North Carolina women's soccer, Tennessee volunteer women's basketball, What do all these programs have in common? Tradition. Each of these programs have won numerous titles and practically turned success into habit. The dictionary defines tradition as being a time-honored practice or set of practices. 
Traditions aren't only confined to sports, of course, and during this time of year, there are many Christmas traditions. Singing carols, shopping, decorating trees, and exchanging gifts are all traditions of this special time of year. But what about the tradition of Christ? Hopefully, your own family traditions not only involve Him, but revolve around Him. For truly, as the song says, He is the reason for the season. Some people would like you to believe that the season is only about who gets the most expensive gifts or who gets invited to the most parties. But what do you believe? Do you believe that this season is about celebrating the birth of our Savior? If so, do your own traditions reflect that belief? When our children were young, my wife Chris and I had a tradition that involved sharing Christ and serving others. We'd set up a nativity scene in front of our Christmas tree, but we would leave the manger empty. Before we could put the baby Jesus in the manger, the manger had to be prepared for him by placing straw in it. But the straw could only be placed after our children displayed Christ in some way, by sharing the gospel or going out of their way to serve someone in his name. When they did that, they got to place one piece of straw in the manger— On Christmas morning, if there was enough straw, baby Jesus would be lying in the manger when they entered the room and the birthday celebration for Jesus would begin. You may have your own Christmas traditions, but let me challenge you this Christmas to start another one. It's not too late to begin. Even now, just a few days before Christmas, you can still begin today a tradition of making a difference in the lives of others, in your home, your church, your workplace, or your community. After all, the season is supposed to celebrate the biggest difference maker of all time, Jesus Christ. His traditions of serving and loving others are ones that should be carried on in all our lives, not only at Christmas, but year-round. As the college football season comes to a close, the question is always, who is number one? As Christmas approaches in a few days, the real question is, who is number one in your life? For those who know Jesus personally, know he is the reason for this season. Merry Christmas. Tis the season, y'all. Always a great time to celebrate Jesus. But we want to wish you from sharing the victory a wonderful Christmas celebrating the birth of Jesus. I hope to talk to you next week about another great program. Tim Tebow, the quarterback for the Florida Gators, will be with us, an outstanding sophomore with a golden future ahead of him. And Irving Fryer, the former great NFL wide receiver, will be with us on Where Are They Now? Merry Christmas! And remember, there are two ways of doing sports, God's way and man's way. Which will you choose? We thank you for listening today. Sharing the Victory is a listener-supported ministry. If you would like to know more about how you can support Sharing the Victory, give us a call Monday through Friday at 1-866-STV-5031. That's toll-free, 866-788-5031. You can also donate online at sharingthevictory.com. While you are there, you can find out more about FCA as well as Sharing the Victory magazine and this radio program. Click on radio and you can listen online and also subscribe to the free podcast. If you prefer to write a check, you can send it to Sharing the Victory, 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Again, that's 8701 Leeds Road, Kansas City, Missouri, 64129. Make sure you tell us the call letters of the station you are listening to. 
For all of us here at Sharing the Victory, have a Merry Christmas. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.